I'm Amber Peterson, and you're listening to Mamas and Money, episode 39, Health and Wealth with Susie B. Did you know that creating confidence with your money will change your life? My name is Amber Peterson. I'm a mother, licensed financial professional, and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you're ready, let's take this journey together. Hey, Welcome everyone to Mamas and Money. I am so glad that you are here today. My name is Amber Peterson and here at Mamas and Money, we want to help you create confidence with your money because when you have confidence with your money, you can create the life you love for you, your family, and your business. And I am so excited for all of you to meet my guest today. I know her as Susie B. <laughs> she is awesome. And Susie, welcome. I'm so glad you could be here. Thanks. Thanks for having me. This is going to be fun. It's going to be so fun. So I would love for you to introduce yourself to our viewership and tell them a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Sure. Yeah. I am a personal trainer by trade. I'm also a habits coach and uh, I'm a mom of four kids, live in Idaho, married to the coolest guy in the whole wide world. <laughs> He's in the room. So I had to say that. <laughs> love it. Kidding, but for real. Um, I am a what I refer to myself as a happiness obsessor. I have uh, spent a large portion of my life chasing happiness, finding happiness, figuring out where it is, what it comes from, and how I can um, produce more of it in my life, and then how I can help other people to do the same. Went through a solid battle with postpartum depression that really made me appreciate joy and happiness because I seriously feel like it was gone from for like a solid year and a half. Wow. And it was undiagnosed and I didn't know what was causing it. None of the telltale signs. And so I had no idea what was going on until I worked through and really dove into my mental health. And I appreciate happiness and joy on a whole new level. And yeah, that's kind of my background. I've, I've been a personal trainer for 13 years, huge, huge advocate for physical and mental health in every single way. And if you take those two things and put them at the top of your to-do list, everything else in your life will be better. So good. I love that. I love that. And I, you know, I think we've heard the saying that if you don't have your health, that, you know, the rest of it can kind of fall apart. And so, you know, I, I really appreciate you touching on that in your journey about, you know, having that, looking for that happiness, but also having your health there too. And so I'm sure the two are intertwined. So tell me a little bit more about that. For sure. Yeah. There's this incredible mind body connection that whatever it is that you want in your life, whatever it is that you're focusing on, whatever it is that you're thinking about manifests in your body. And so let's talk about stress for a minute. Yes. If you're feeling overwhelmed and stressed and constantly worried that exhibits in your body. Most of us, when we feel stress short term, we'll feel our shoulders get a little bit tight. Or maybe our skin starts to get a little bit of acne, or maybe our low back starts to hurt a little bit. This is your body manifesting what's happening in your mind. And so there's this incredible connection, but it runs both ways. That's the beautiful thing about this. If you work your physical body, it gives the benefit to your mind. If you are having a day where you're having really a lot of stress and you can't focus and you can't, you're working through a problem and you just can't find the solution go for a run or go for a walk or hit a hard workout at the gym. And it will instantly give you that high octane level oxygen in your brain so that your mind can focus. It's incredible. I love talking about how the body and mind work together in every aspect of your life, but definitely in 
you know, the, the physical and mental health realms, they absolutely work together. They're completely intertwined. And when you work on one, you definitely are improving the other. That's so good. Cause so much of what we talk about here on mamas of money is what we think and believe in our mindsets around money creates our results with money. And I love that you said, you know, what we're thinking and kind of believing within ourselves also manifests into how our body is. And then of course, as we work our bodies, it, it contributes to our, the better health state. So I'm curious, you know, Susie, with your line of work in thinking about money and the stress that can cause and you're talking about how it manifests in your body. So someone might say, well, yeah, I've seen some acne show up or I'm feeling kind of sluggish and slow, or I'm just feeling overwhelmed. And you talked about a little bit about how that would manifest. If they're starting to notice those things in their body manifesting, you know, where would you counsel, what would you do to counsel them to help them through that? So it's not creating more destruction for them in their bodies. You bet. The very simplest possible habit that I can give you to increase both your physical and mental health is a quick and simple meditation when you are in a high stress situation. So for a lot of people, I recommend right after a workout, you just lay on the floor and you just breathe. Put one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly and just breathe. And if you take those deep breaths, you're sending the physical up to the mental. So you're focusing on your breath. One, this will clear your mind faster than anything else in the world. If you're having those days where you're just like, there's so much on my mind, I'm just overwhelmed by all the things I have to think about, count your breath. This is the very simplest, quickest meditation. Just count five seconds in, eight seconds out, and then slow it down six seconds in, nine seconds out. And this simply distracts your, your brain from being able to think about anything else. So if you need a little bit of clarity of mind, a little bit of peace of mind, this is a fabulous way to do it. And one of the, some of the best times of day to do it are when you are in those high stress circumstances. So whether it's physical stress right after a workout or first thing in the morning, or if it's mental stress right before bed, where you're just your mind, you can't shut off your mind. You're thinking so much that you are losing that sleep. That's a critical moment for you to be able to get that peace and get that rest. Mm. So that is one way that you can get some really quick rest. Uh, we talk a lot about, you know, you can relieve stress and your body recovers and all of those things from sleep. And it's good to have a pattern of between six and nine hours of sleep every single night, depending on what decade you're in. If you're in your 20s, you know, you want somewhere between eight and nine hours of, or excuse me, seven to eight hours of sleep. 30s, seven to eight hours of sleep is good. 40s, 50s, where you're getting into more of those hormonal changes, you're going to want a little bit more sleep. So eight to nine is actually more, um, you, you actually need a little bit more sleep during those times. And so... Pattern yourself with some good sleep time. But if you're like, I just really don't have time. I can't shift my whole schedule and all of a sudden make nine hours appear out of the day, yeah. work toward it, but use maybe two or three minutes a day during those high stress times to just lay down and breathe. Mm. That would be my very first recommendation. The second one is physical, mental, all the things, water, 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 water. If you don't have the time or mental capacity to overhaul your entire nutrition plan, that's okay. We'll get there. You know, don't try and eat the elephant all in one bite, one bite at a time. You're going to get the whole thing done. So water is a phenomenal way to start. This will increase the speed at which every single process in your body can work. And it will help you just feel better. Everything works better if you're just drinking more water. 
So again, maybe some of the objections that come up to this are, oh, I just forget to drink water or I don't have access to it or how much is too much, how much is not enough. So I'm actually doing a challenge this month in a couple of weeks in my Facebook group that is, I'm calling it sip and slim down. And I want you to take a sip of water between every single bite, between every single bite all day long, just sip some water. I guarantee that you will get all the hydration you need. (laughs) And it's going to cover a whole bunch of other things too. You're going to get portion control. You're going to get mindfulness. You're going to get all sorts of benefits from this with just that one quick, simple habit. So rest, find some rest, whether that be at night or just a couple minutes meditation and water are definitely my two top recommendations. And the third one is going to be intentional movement. This does not mean a hard, crazy workout every single day. For a lot of people, that's too much stress on the body, too much stress on the mind, and you're not ready for that. If you're working out and it's causing injury, or if you're working out and it's sucking your energy out of you, you may be working at a level that's too much. However, if you're feeling a low energy all day, every day, you're not working out enough, or it could be, there could be other factors in there as well, but it's likely that you're not exercising enough. So a good, simple way to start is get yourself a little cheap watch and count your steps, count your steps. How many steps are you taking in a day? I like to recommend to everybody between five and 8,000 steps a day, non-exercise. Oh, okay. If you're working out or if you're doing other things that that's a bonus on top of that, but five to 8,000 steps a day throughout your day is going to just help you to move things where they need to go mentally, physically, and otherwise. It's a super simple, again, simple things that you can do. So this can come from the grocery store, parking at the back of the parking lot, taking the stairs instead of the elevator. People always talk about this stuff, but it's really true. Like if you actually do five to 8,000 steps a day, your body functions at a higher level, which also produces a higher level of productivity in your mind. Oh, good. So those would be my top three mental or I mean, um, what was the first one? Meditation or or rest Mm -hmm. two or three minutes of meditation or a good night's sleep. The second one is water. You can do the sip and slim, uh, slim down challenge if you want with me. And, uh, the third one was extra or, uh, intentional movement. Doesn't have to be exercise. Doesn't have to be workouts. Can be, do you want to talk to more, more about that? I can absolutely give you all the things (laughs) about that, but start with intentional movement, get your steps in every day and just make sure that you're moving your body multiple times a day. That's so good. And I think sometimes what can happen for women, especially is either if they're thinking about money or if they're thinking about getting healthy, all the things, right. Come all the thoughts, overwhelm, like, well, overwhelm. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's too much. I don't have enough time. I just can't think about it with everything else I have to do. But especially with your line of work though, if we don't take care of ourselves, if we don't take care of that health, I mean, it kind of makes everything else crumble. It doesn't allow us to really fully enjoy the life that we have. And you were talking, you know, earlier about that happiness factor too. So, and I know you mentioned a couple of things already, which is wonderful, just incorporating some things into your day. But what do you say to those women that just say, I just can't think about it. I can't make that a priority. I have too much on my plate. I say to you, take a breath and give yourself a pat on the back because you're working incredibly hard. You're at a super high level of wanting, needing, and desiring more in your life, or you wouldn't be where you're at. And now scale it back, simplify it down and take a step back and realize you don't have to do everything. I like to use the phrase, you can have it all, but you can't do it all at once. 
if you try to take on everything, like all of us always do, (laughs) in about two days, you're going to be burned out. I'll give you a very specific example. So when I finally figured out that I had postpartum depression, Mm -hmm. I went to see a medical doctor and they, and he told me, you need to take care of your mental health, make this your number one priority. And for years prior to this moment, I had been running a habit formation program for my physical health clients, for my personal training clients. And so on the drive home from that doctor's appointment, I feel that I was divinely inspired to try my own programming, but instead of on my physical health, I would do it on mental health habits. So I sat down and I wrote myself out 10 mental health habits. And I was like, I'm going to do these 10 things and it's going to change everything. Two days later, I was burned out. Like two days later, just couldn't, it was way too much. I could not handle 10 things. So I cut it back to five. Two days in, still burned out. You guys, there was just too much. I could not, this is the state of mind I was in at this point. Like I really just couldn't get up and do five things for myself. So I cut it back to three. I read some research about the number three and I was like, I'm going to start with three. And within just a couple of days, everything changed. It was unbelievable. And so I, you know, I worked really hard at being consistent with these three habits. And I did this for two months. And I, I say that I went from the darkest, hardest year of my life to the happiest, most fulfilled year of my life. And the only difference was my habits. It was absolutely mind blowing. So after this experience, I jumped into research mode and I had to figure out why this all was happening and, and everything. And I developed what I call the one, two, three habits system. And it simply is that you take all the things that you want in life, all those desires, all those ambitions, all those beautiful things that you want, and you focus on one first. Mm. Mm-hmm. This is the hardest part because all of us want all the things right now, right? <laughs> yes, it's true. We do. <laughs> so you're going to write down all the things and then you're going to reread over that list. And a couple of those things are going to jump up off the page at you. They're going to be related to mental health. They're going to be related to your business. They're going to be related to your family relationships. They're going to be related to your health, your physical health, your mindset. Something is going to jump off the page at you and it's going to say, hey, this is the most important thing. <laughs> and if it's more than one of those things, just ask yourself this question. If I worked on this thing, would it bring me happiness? Mm. Or ask yourself the reverse of this question. If I continue to ignore this thing, will it keep me from happiness? So you pick the one and you start with one, one, two, three. This is one of the first things we learn when we're 18 months old. Very simple. You can do this. (laughs) So you pick (laughs) one, one focus to start with physical health, mental health, business, finance, family relationships, faith, whatever it is, pick Mm -hmm. your one. And you're going to harness your two superpowers. You were born with the ability to change. You were born wired for progress. And the two things you need are your conscious mind and your subconscious mind. You're going to harness your two superpowers by activating them and using them together, being consistent for two months. So that's part two, two months of consistency, one focus, two months doing three daily habits. Mm. whatever those are for you. So let's do physical health for an example. I already gave you three. I love the number three. I could bury you in research on why this works, but (laughs) think about the triangle. It's the strongest structure in the universe because Mm -hmm. all three parts lean on each other and integrate the weight equally so that it can be equally strong and there's no weak part in any space in the triangle. Same thing Mm -hmm. with your habits. So you can pick one focus. You're going to do three different things. So let's take physical health. Let's do the three I gave you. Let's do water, sleep, and exercise. So let's see how those three lean on each other. On the days that you exercise, you will be thirstier. You will naturally drink more water. 
on the days that you exercise and you drink more water, you will naturally get better sleep. And on the days that you get better sleep, you will naturally have more energy to exercise. I'm telling you, these three things work, work together, together in a cycle. <laughs> yes, absolutely. They all work together. And that's the power of the one, two, three habits. You can apply this system to any aspect of your life. This is a money show. So let's talk about finances. Let's do what it. What if the <laughs> thing that's stressing you out is your personal finances? You feel like you're always in debt. Mm. First step, make up a budget. Second step, stick to the budget. <laughs> Third step, use the surplus to pay off your debt. When you use the surplus to pay off your debt, it's easier to stick to your budget. When you know what your budget is, it's absolutely possible to stay within the budget and you get a surplus. And then when you have that surplus, you can use it to pay off your That's debt. Right. I'm telling you. <laughs> so good. I love it. Yeah. And I think what's amazing for that as well is that even at the end of that two months now during it, it may not be so fun. We may still have all the thoughts of like, this is hard or I don't like doing this. This is uncomfortable. Or this is new, but I'm sure at the end of that two months, you feel so much better. You have so much more prog progress in your life. Like you said, we're designed to, to grow and to develop and to, you know, to move forward. And so at the end of that two months, you can be like, oh my goodness, like what I did in my life, working towards that goal. And as you said too, bringing more joy and happiness into our lives in the process. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why I work almost solely with habits now. Uh, I worked as a personal trainer for a million years, but it just wasn't <laughs> so much more to health than, per, than just fitness. And so I wanted to work with people on their habits because once you form a habit, you're different forever. Yes. You are different forever. Habits are a one, one directional road that you drive down to build these pathways in your miraculous mind. Mm. And once you've built those pathways, they're there. I'm not saying you're going to be perfect forever. Like, okay, I drank hundred ounces of water for two months. I never miss a day ever again. No, <laughs> but every time you go back to that habit, it's easier. It's like riding a bike. Every time you get back on the bike, you already remember how to do it. You're more prepared every single time you do it because of the changes you've made in your brain. But that only happens if you get to what's called subconscious succession. So the creation of a habit is in three phases. Of course, that number three, why wouldn't it be three? <laughs> the first phase is your conscious personalization, where you figure out you. You have to personalize the habit to you. This is another reason why I don't write specific meal plans, because generally speaking, if I write you a meal plan and it has eggplant on it and you hate eggplant, you're like, bag this, I'm out. <laughs> like, <laughs> not going to work. So you personalize it to you. You become conscious of your own decisions conscious and awake and aware of the things you're choosing, how it's affecting you, what works with your schedule, what doesn't. Give you a quick example there. I have one client that really, really, really wanted to be a morning person. And so she would come to me at six in the morning and try to work out. And for three weeks we tried. And after three weeks, I was like, can we please just move you later in the day? So I convinced <laughs> her to come at 3 p.m. And she started coming at three. Oh my gosh, her results were like, she felt great. She showed up every time. Yeah. All the excuses were gone. She learned to love it. Massive change. So first phase, conscious personalization. Make it yours. Make it work for you. Be aware of what is and what isn't you. The second phase is called the slump. This is something nobody talks about, which blows my mind. So yeah. everyone should talk about this. This is picture like a ski jumper. I'm from Idaho. So we, you know, got a lot of snow around here. <laughs> we can relate. <laughs> right. So you start up here. And if you just go straight across, you're not building any momentum on skis. It's mm -hmm. actually quite difficult. However, 
If you drop down first, if you think about those Olympic ski jumpers that drop down that huge, massive ramp and then they take off and they soar forever, it's like that. That's how you build momentum in your brain. But it feels like you're going down. It feels like regression. It feels hard and it feels like I want to quit. All of us have done something for 30 days. We've all done some 30 30 day challenge or 21 day fix or whatever it is. We started on January 1st and by February 1st, we were like, hmm, what was the goal? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. No, we can relate. (laughs) So the problem is that's the slump hitting you. And what this actually is, scientifically speaking, I'll get a little nerdy on you. We are connecting your conscious with your subconscious mind during this phase. And so what it happens is your conscious is almost getting bored. It's like, hey, I've been at this thing for a long, old time. Subconscious, your turn. But the subconscious is like, hold on. I do billions of tasks every single day. Before I step up to the plate and take this on, you got to prove to me that this is super important. In order for this to happen, in order for me, the subconscious mind to take this job on, this has to be like life or death. Think about what your subconscious does. Regulates your body temperature, breathing, blinking, balance, all of these things. Mm-hmm. That if they did not happen, we wouldn't be here. <laughs> Good point. So the subconscious mind is super huge, super powerful, but... In order for your conscious to move its tasks to the subconscious, in order to create these things as habits, as automated behaviors that are just part of who we are and what we do, you have to prove it. And in order to prove it, you have to get through the slump, which is that period of two to three weeks where your brain fights you. Your brain actually is telling you, hey, your part of your mind is like, mm, I don't know if this is important enough. And part of your mind is like, mm, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> mm. So there's that gap that you really physiologically feel that. And that's when you want to quit. Lots of you are probably nodding your heads right now. Like, yes, I've been there. I've felt I this. Sure am. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Remember, yeah. you get it. <laughs> so this slump period is not only necessary, but it's exciting if you expect it. I'd always teach my clients in my program to expect the unexpected phase, because when you know this is coming, you can absolutely get through it. Get some extra support, put in, you know, double effort to get the thing done. You know, call your best friend and say, I need you to keep on top of me for the next two weeks to make sure I do this thing. Stick to it for that two, maybe three week period. And once you move into the subconscious succession where your subconscious mind is like, hmm, you've proven yourself. I'm going to go ahead and do this. This is super valuable. I'm going to keep this. Then all of a sudden, these things become part of who you are and how you live on autopilot. It's absolutely incredible the power you have when you build a habit. I love that so much. And I think that's why so many of us, I mean, we're kind of into the first part of the year and how many of us made goals (laughs) at the beginning of the year and said, yeah, I'm going to rock this. I'm so excited for all I can create in my life. Then it's just kind of like the joke about gym memberships is that, you know, everyone <laughs> comes in January and then come February 1st, the gym's empty again, you know, and I think that's and it. you can find a parking spot now. <laughs> yeah, right. You can go. You're, you're good. And I think that's because people don't want to go through that slump phase, like you're the, the slope. They don't want to feel that uncomfortable. They have their brain working against them. Plus, you know, other habits that are more ingrained in us keep surfacing and your brain's like, no, we don't really want to do this. But we know on the other side of that is everything we want in our lives. Right. So yes. that's just like you said, it's a necessary thing and we're prepared for it when we expect it. Yes, and I, I absolutely. So and powerful. once you've done it, then the conscious now is free. 
The conscious mind has moved that out of its space. And now you'll feel this. If you've done this process, you know what I'm talking about. All of a sudden you're like, oh, I can think again. I can think about something new. I have the brain capacity to do the next thing. And that's when this fabulous concept of habit stacking comes in, where you work for two months on these three things. And then you do the next two months on these three things. And then you do the next two months on these three things. And over the course of a year, you develop like, I don't know, three times, 18 habits, 18 new habits. Imagine if you were doing 18 things every single day without thinking about it. How different would your life be? How different would your family be? How different would your business be? Your finances, your faith, your physical health, your mental health. How different would it all be? And it all starts with just two months of simple effort, simplifying it down. Get that overwhelm out of your way. Pick three things you can do that are going to move you in the direction toward the one thing you want most today. And then in two months, pick the next thing you want most today. (laughs) Work through those three things and then we'll just stack them. Move them to the subconscious mind. Free yourself up so you can think about something else. You are absolutely made for this process. There's nothing, no product you have to buy. There's no service you have to have. There's no anything you need. You have everything you need to succeed. All you need to do is one, two, three, focus, do it for two months consistently. And then those three things become an automated part of your life. Oh my goodness. So good. I mean, and that can be so freeing for so many, because when you break it down to that simplified form and it's like, okay, I just have to worry about water. I just need to worry about sleep you know, or meditating when I can throughout the day, you know, and having that energy then to be able to just accomplish, you know, our daily tasks moving forward. So I love that, that you, you just break it down so simply because then it doesn't feel overwhelming to do and complete. So, yes. So good. The only reason I do that is because I've been there. I've been where you are, <laughs> where you all want all the things and you feel weighed down by it and it keeps you from doing anything. Most of us have experienced that where we write down this list of January 1st. Oh, I'm going to do all these things this year. Two weeks in, we miss several of them. And we're like, well, I have to quit now. Stop doing that to yourself. You deserve better. Yes, for sure. And I, oh my goodness, I can't even believe our time. It's already there. I'm like, I just want to keep talking. It's been so amazing, Susie. And I want you to tell my listeners where they can find you. If they want more information, if they want to work right alongside you, where can they find you? You bet. Yeah. You can find me at Susie B habits on every social media platform. That's S U Z I B habits. And you can email me at Susie B habits at gmail.com anywhere you want. Uh, my website is susiebhabits.com. And I do have a program that helps you to do this exact thing. If you're like, this is speaking to me, I need the simplicity. I need the habits. I need the consistency. I have a coaching program where I meet with you every single week during that two month period to keep you on track because that's the hardest part. Honestly, (laughs) we can all know what we want to do and we can all write it down and we can all get going and do that first 30 days. But to get all the way to subconscious succession with that consistency is really quite difficult. So if that's something that you're looking for, you need support with, please reach out to me at Susie B Habits and uh, you can certainly, we can we can definitely get you to the program. Uh, it will start back up in May. And then after that, you can join um, consistently after that. But uh, so the other place you can find yeah. me is on my podcast, which is the Habits and Humor podcast. Um, I have a win-win show here as well that I run in tandem with my podcast. And so you can find me here, Habits and Humor or any social media or um, podcast platform. 
Oh, so good. So I encourage all of you to go check out Susie and everything that she has to offer because she can do some amazing things. And she's already given us so many amazing information today that we can now utilize and move forward with. So thank you so much, Susie. Thanks for having me. This was fun. So fun. Love it. And if you're finding this podcast helpful, but you want to go to the next level in creating confidence with your money, head on over to amberpetersoncoaching.net forward slash courses. There we're going to help you create confidence in your money. And what does confidence do? It's going to help you make those decisions you need to make about your money and feel good about those decisions. It's going to help you generate more abundance and more income where we can look at what is your money mindset creating for you? And is that something that's serving you? Or do you want to create something more? I look forward to seeing you there and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for joining me today. Please let me know if you have any questions or ideas of things you want to learn about in upcoming podcast episodes. You can reach me by email at amberpetersoncoaching at gmail.com. And if you find this podcast to be beneficial and is supporting you in your goals, please leave a review. That way others can find this podcast as well. I appreciate you and look forward to taking this journey together.